0: I've uh, really contemplated just driving out to the desert, really packing up the car and just staying there for a little bit. But uh, yeah, driving back out to Joshua Tree, uh, you're off the grid, no internet, no germs can really get you.
1: The internet. I mean, the internet trolls can still get you.
0: Welcome to an emergency episode
1: of beep, beep. Beep. We got Brian beep. Lucas as our guest today because everyone's too scared to leave their house. Oh, no, <laughs> just kidding! No, Brian. I, we actually were like, yeah,
0: Brian's got a lot to say along with us too. So we're your hosts, Brooke Van Poplin. Oh, hey, I'm Andrea Wallace. I'm Brian Lucas. Off the ones and twos today, and on the mic, baby. See, ones uh, and twos are
1: DJ. Like, oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. Thanks.
0: <laughs> He's not tickling the ivories no, that's today. Not even, Is that that's t- a piano. God damn it. He's. I don't know. Twistin' and fiddling. Yeah, there you go.
1: Twisting and fiddling. The old yeah. sound engineer term of twisting and fiddling. That sounds about right That's to me. Pretty yeah. much what we
2: do, yeah. Uh
1: and also what his mom told him to stop doing on a regular basis when he was a child. Well.
2: hmm 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 mm-hmm.
1: Me too, though. <laughs> not just boys. But yeah. Nope. Uh we're yeah, we're here to discuss uh the Looming tonight. Not even looming officially declared pandemic. Um that is the coronavirus. But first, let's uh, jump into a fun headline. Great, I love a fun, fun headline. headline about fun. So we just uh, discovered this. There's a college Florida bar that we just found out about, um, where basically, and I think it's actually it's a dozen bars in Boca Raton, Fort Lauderdale, Fort Lauderdale and Juniper have. A sign in the bathroom that basically, if they're feeling um, unsafe on a date, maybe they're with somebody that like their vibe isn't flowing. They feel like things mm-hmm. could get like terrible for them. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Otherwise, ne- there wouldn't this sign wouldn't exist. Exactly. <laughs> um, they can order what's called an owl shot, okay? And you can get it three different ways. You can get it neat, which the bar staff then knows that they need to be like escorting you out to your car, okay? So you, Okay, so step one,
0: you're like, I'd like an owl shot. And yeah. then you describe how you want neat. the owl Correct. shot. So you say neat, and then someone's going to help you to your car. Correct.
1: Cool. Then second would be on the rocks. And so they'll call a ride for you. Okay. The bar staff will help you by getting you a ride home. Or with lime means they will call the police.
2: Ooh. Ooh. So an
1: owl shot with lime, yeah, they'll call the police. <laughs> whoa, whoa. I know, uh, for sure. Yeah,
0: that's really, because it's... Those situations are so tough. We've talked about how scary drunk people are. Yes. Uh, just in general. And if they have additional layers of bad intentions, it can get really ugly in a public place really
1: fast. Yeah. So more than 10 bars and restaurants have partnered with Florida Atlantic Student Government, the university government, to hang posters in these bathrooms specifically. And when you say owl shot
0: with a little. Drip of hand sanitizer, you let the bartender know you've got COVID 19. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) My question is Don't panic, everybody.
2: (laughs) Is it an owl shot at every bar? Because isn't that just going to get learned? Get
0: round. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm sure it'll go around and there's a news article for it, too. But, like, you know, if I feel like a lot of men are dumb. So I'll be the first to say Especially the
2: kind that are going to be overly aggressive. Or
1: I don't know. You know, (laughs) Or maybe the code will change, just like baseball. Like signs change, like every season, if not multiple times a season. So maybe they'll just be but, like a new drink that's made be, up. Maybe it's not just the out, and maybe right, they change right. it monthly, and it's just like a code that they have to keep adapting you, because people will find out.
2: Can you just bang on the trash cans? Like yeah. Astros,
1: I thought, yo, yeah, totally. <laughs> Astros are cheaters, Brooke.
2: Yeah, <sighs> I don't little know base- inside baseball,
1: baseball intrigue.
0: <laughs> um, I love how we women have to kind of like constantly stay up with the latest trends on how to get away from predators. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's mm-hmm. on us. Wait, that's
1: last. That's now last we have. Code. Yeah, it's all espionage stuff now. <sighs> but I do think this is like really great of the bars to mm-hmm. step up and be a part of this, and then yes. they have. It's just one more level of beefed up security. And they've probably seen, without a doubt,
0: some wild shit go down or a girl not knowing who to turn to just
2: stumbling out
1: of there. Absolutely, because university bars,
2: they're wild. You know, and we've all seen couples fight in Mm -hmm. restaurants and you never know when it's really being. It was like, you know, you and I saw that couple fighting out in front of the yogurt store that one time. Then
1: we just realized that there was a big mirror behind the bar and it was really just us fighting. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no. I mean but I, really I, was, I was like okay do I approach this woman is she okay like it, he looks kind of aggressive but then when I kind of said something she got snippy with me mm. and obviously didn't that's just right. apparently their right relationship just how they dynamic you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know
0: you like you like ruined their foreplay Brian Yeah but. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're a real
1: bonus shrinker that night, bro.
0: <laughs> Way to step in and be a man and shrink another man's boner. <laughs> um, I know all of these situations, like like we were saying, they're so hard to deal with like person-to-person, interpersonally sometimes, especially when drinking's involved. So at least you've got your bartenders are kind of the police because they should hopefully be pretty sober, have some clue what's going on in their bar, and so now you've got a word to say... You
1: know, you in danger, girl, you know? I mean, my only problem would be, like, if someone's, like, first night, and they'd be like, I need an owl shot, like, with a lime right now. And they'd be like, um, okay, hold on. And they're like, what is this? Do we even make this? And the next thing we know, it's like, (laughs) everybody's gone. And it's just that we just, like, see, like, you know... Uh, I think uh,
0: also here's a, got kidnapped. if
1: well also it was
0: my first day <laughs> <laughs> also hot tip if any real real dangers about to break out for everyone involved just somebody scream call the police yeah, that's also sure. totally also fine
1: totally fine to do
0: totally cool well I I think it's great it's it's one of those things that's sad that it needs to exist but if it does need to exist I'm glad that bars
1: are being proactive about it um, another headline is now we're getting deep into the coronavirus stuff. So here we go. Things well, are being canceled left and right, as we know. And Harvey Weinstein. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh you know, South by Southwest, mm-hmm. Coachella, obviously was the next one to go. Um, now like San Francisco's banning public events. Um, so specifically con-
2: considering, um, having the NCAA tournament have no crowds. Yeah, all the Golden be, State
1: Warriors will also be playing to an empty arena this weekend. Yeah, things are happening. That's called practice. Right.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it so really is. What's the point though, if you're not getting money?
1: Specifically, uh, TGA Fridays has canceled no. the, the convention and bartender competition that was scheduled to begin in Nashville next week. But but the next generation of champion mudslide the 2020 mixers. global business conference and world bartending championship was set to be held at Gaylord Opryland Resort which we all know Gaylord Opryland Resort is the best place to hold the <laughs> world bartending championship um, so just FYI they have decided not to proceed with this year's competition because of coronavirus outbreak just to be safe. You know, it is a huge convention town now and they they just had that fucking terrible tornado devastation as well.
0: That, that blew my mind. I just thought, I mean, I, Tennessee's, got you know that weird humid like subtropical thing that or it's close enough to Florida that it can catch some of that weather but i just wasn't picturing it like the way tornadoes rip through plain
1: states you know oh was that a little no, unusual Tennessee's for- like tornado alley Is Actually, it? It's all like in that area oh mm-hmm. yeah for sure. it's not unheard of but
2: i don't think it's super common but i don't, I-, I
1: thought it was like big time anyway You're just thinking of trailer parks. No, (laughs) I just thought, like, Tennessee was, like, pretty susceptible. And
0: that, you know what, again, that's my... you know, just, just not being knowledgeable on that. I, I just thought that they kind of have more like the Appalachia and more mountain ranges and not such like flatlands where where that's the whole thing with like tornadoes is they gain their crazy momentum. Sure, when, I, know. I know how I tornadoes don't know.
1: work. Listen, <laughs> do you guys want to watch Twister later? I miss Bill Paxton. <laughs> mm, no, but I don't want to watch... No, I'll watch like another Bill Paxton movie. <laughs> I don't want to watch Twister. <laughs> okay, fair enough.
0: Um, Well, that yeah, I mean like everything is being... Cancelled. So I would say, don't be. Surprised? Some big plans you were looking forward to. I mean, thank God I don't have a social
1: life. You guys are kind of yeah, it. You're like already um, self-distancing for a long time, right? Yeah, I've been self-distancing
0: <laughs> You've been for a been year practicing. and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how much? I mean, I'm already a little bit of a doomsday prepper. Mm. As you guys know, I have mm. my go bag mm-hmm. in my car or earthquake kit, as you call it. Uh, I've got several gallons of water in my trunk. I've got gallons of water stashed around this house here. I'm ready. I'm ready to not leave. <laughs> I went and I got, I was just like, well, let's get some frozen pizzas. Like, I was like, hell yeah. Now I don't need to explain away my social anxiety You're and why I don't out. want yeah. to come out. Just need
1: to figure out a way to ration out that Whole frozen pizza, if anything, if anything, me, like, can't eat the whole thing in one
0: sitting. No, I gotta be careful because we don't know how many days we're going down. You don't want a person that eats all your pizza on day one.
1: Um, we went and bought yeah. toilet paper because we needed to buy toilet yeah, paper. Yeah, most that's a pretty <laughs> yep every couple weeks restock. Yep. Yeah, uh, at Costco, right? Uh, yeah, we because there's one right by our house. The line was pretty uh giant. It moved pretty quickly though. Yeah. We separated. I was like, you stay here and you get the TP. And then we just like re upped a little bit of a water supply just sure. because we were there. And because if anything, we're just, yeah, we're just like California. recalibrating our earthquake kit is Absolutely. kind of how I feel about it.
0: And I, Hot hot take. When you're at Costco, I mean, doesn't it look like people are hoarding all day, every day when yeah, they shop there? Totally. Yeah. Why
1: does anyone need that many cheese balls? <laughs> That's my like, feeling. And I know it come all comes in one package, but like, what do you? <laughs> how is that? Fifteen gallon <laughs> drum. Anything you buy in a barrel.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I need Is 10 storage of for doomsday.
1: Oh. Uh, I I came up with like a funny porn name during uh, our Costco visit, which was Poons Day. Uh, <laughs> poons day prepper yeah poons day prepper (laughs) james dunn immediately like latched onto the text i sent him he was like can i get a squirt of hand sanitizer but no we're out but maybe you want a squirt of man sanitizer instead
0: (laughs) i think let's make this porno what about uh what about covid barely 18 oh my Mm. god (laughs)
1: barely yeah i think this covid 19 because it's a teenage situation and people are perverted um they're so fucking perverted people are gonna be fucking each other so hard if they oh you mean end time sex yeah but they can't because self uh (laughs) (laughs) self-distancing i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna (laughs) fuck you six feet away girl so hard Oh, wow. <laughs> okay,
0: so this is a That's... very, very, very old movie reference, but The Naked
1: Gun, I practiced. Oh, I practiced safe sex, I love it, and big they oh, both get condo, in body, body condoms. condoms. They really stayed ahead of that, and they were really ahead of their game when it came it, to safe sex. It's yeah, so funny. We're going to have sure. to
0: dig that up just to probably post it. Uh, on. You know, for all you younger listeners, The Naked Gun is one of the funniest comedy series ever. I tell you, I, I don't care. I, I like a raw dog. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch me. Let's take a temperature, not an actual temperature. How's it, how, how are we all feeling? What's the weirdest thing we've all done since the news cycle has been um, blast?
2: Well, Andrea and I went to Disneyland. Yeah, we went to Disneyland. So right think, in the middle. I yeah. think that's brilliant. We went
1: last week. Um, and we were like, yeah, we're fine. No big deal. If anything, it was great. No lines. Historically, it was a lower day. It was midweek and because of coronavirus, fuck, man, there's, like, not a lot of people there. We went on everything. We got on Rise of the Resistance, and we got there at 11 a.m. Now, it's, like, a, so Rise of the Resistance is the new Star Wars land, and it's, like, the really exclusive ride to get on. You have to be in the park, like, right as they open with your app open to, like, get your place in line. But we got our place in line, and fuck, yeah, we went on that ride. Cool. It was worth it. Oh, my God.
2: Yeah, it was worth
1: it. It's stuck. so cool. I won't. I won't spoil anything, but it was very it. fun. And I hadn't been to Disneyland since I was a kid, so it was quite fun.
2: The number we washed of- our
1: hands a shitload.
0: Sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would anyways. anyways. I think that's going to just come back to the theme of everything we keep talking yeah, about as, yeah. we, as we go into this. But I'm a fucking germaphobe ever since I lived in L.A. Ironically, not such a germaphobe. When I lived in New York City and held on to the subway pole every day, I'd go straight to a restaurant and... Put my hand into a basket of fries while my friends are waiting for me, <laughs> right into the mouth, you yep. know? And uh, hilariously, I moved to LA and got incredibly sick. Um, I think I was just super immune to everything yeah, in New York. I got it.
2: Just the sheer number of men I watched walk out of Disneyland bathrooms without washing their hands. That's men. And I like, told you, this, this, the old swipe and, I mean, swipe and wipe. Even without coronavirus, that place is filthy. Yes, That's they keep it very clean, about. but right. it is filthy. There are like, thousands of people.
1: And you pretty much there, I think, and we kind of talked about this the other day, it's like you, you should be washing your hands before you go to the bathroom at Disneyland. Like, yes. don't just, like you know, stand and ride lines for hours and touch everything. Go straight into the bathroom and, like, as a man, like touch your junk oh boy oh boy so and right because we were talking about how usually after a day at at an amusement park the cleanest
0: thing on your body is going to be your freshly washed dick that's not (laughs) coming to contact with anything Uh and so like and I know that that is a funny argument That men sometimes have for they're like that's the cleanest thing on my body. Well, you should be doing a pre-wash before you touch that beautiful nubile little little baby of yours, little baby Yoda.
2: Yeah, that little baby Yoda in your pants. Yeah, you've been walking around an amusement park in the. Sun, and the, your Railings, penis is not clean. Harnesses. It is yeah, uh, sweaty. Well, too. Your <laughs> balls are sweaty. It's by your butthole. That whole l- yeah. logic of my penis is clean because I don't touch it right. is ridiculous.
0: Like, there's an ecosystem happening in your drawers. So exactly. it's just, just in general. People, yeah. like, I think that's been... Um, I feel so validated in my insanity, but also now I'm really mad that uh, it was probably two weeks ago when I went to just do my usual <laughs> refresh, my little travel size hand sanitizer, which I keep next to my steering wheel. It's just a habit I have because I was like, I never want to get a cold in LA again or feel or get sick. And every time I get back in my car after going into some sort of transaction, go to a grocery store real quick, pump gas, I sanitize before I leave, before I even turn the admission back on. And when I walked into a Walgreens, then a Rite Aid, then a CVS, and this is two weeks ago, everything hand sanitizer was wiped out and it looked like a bomb had gone off. And I was like, oh, it's... It's happening. It's it's a coming. Like it's begun and the panic is real because there is no toilet paper uh to be found anywhere. I've realized I saw some today. You saw some? You oh, have to yeah. just get there in the morning, I guess. Well, we weren't
1: there to buy toilet paper, but But I was, I was at
0: two targets. There was none again
1: at a CVS and then none at Ralph's. I was just like, dude, this is I'm so like who buys- I- that's interesting to me because it's like who buys who buys toilet paper at Ralph's, you know? <sighs> I don't know. How I think you get like a four pack.
2: I know. <laughs> well, when Costco and Target and all the other places—they're also sold doing out.
1: limits at Costco. But yeah, it's so frightening. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. I fucking hate hand sanitizer. And I know who am I to say that now when it could mm-hmm. save my life and not just like actually other people's lives. Like that's I know, like I know statistically like I'll be okay. But like you know, we fly to my fucking brother's wedding in a month, and I'm just like, Ooh, do we? Are we? So, but I don't like hand sanitizer. You know, it could be your last line of defense in in these dark
0: times. Um, But yeah, I think mostly what we wanted to focus on just because it's become really apparent that restaurants and bars are suffering uh, at the top of the list. Hands down, um, Chinese restaurants are taking the worst of all the hits seeing 50% less in sales, a total decline, like non-existent uh, lunch rush whatsoever, dinner barely making it through. And it's bringing restaurants to their knees, you know? And this is not logical. Um, I, I don't know who needs to hear it, and I get it because... When people panic and when people get sick, you start othering and blaming. And when it comes from a certain part of China where it was contained and spread, great, that's one thing. It's not a gene that activated and woke up in every Chinese person globally that was like, I am now COVID-19. Attack, attack, attack. And it's like... I get that if you're trying to do the math and being like, well, they may have just had a relative who was visiting but people were shut down in China, right? It's, know.
2: it's, it's, but nobody's it's just like racism. Nobody's yeah, avoiding racism. Italian, Italian restaurants. No. Or no. at least any more than any yeah, other Olive you know? Garden's going to take a big hit over this yeah. one.
1: Great but, point. You great know, point. So, and I think what we're coming down to is like, so we've got like this, like, profiling situation that's going on and people avoiding just chinese food which yes is very very silly um also like you know if if you were going out i i would happily go support my chinatown and have a meal there currently um but 60 percent of america's workforce like all all together now i mean i'm not just talking service industry Mm -hmm. we're talking like all like don't have ptu do not have pay time off right right um so that's the kind of boat we're swimming in right now. Um, this show just became <laughs> very political. Yeah, this is a, this is where our show flipped. You're here. You're hearing it right now. We're now a political uh, conspiracy theory show. Uh- <laughs> Next
0: up, uh, well, we just bailed him out of the drunk tank. Alex Jones, everybody. <laughs> uh- <laughs>
1: So that's warn, kind warn. of like where things are going. So, yes, I think we can all say as servers, as bartenders, I, I am an esthetician. I work in the service industry. You guys know this. Like, if I don't work, I don't get fucking paid. Right. So this is the big picture that we're discussing today. Yes. yes. Um. You know, no, I don't. I seriously doubt like and there's no law to have paid time off in our industry. It's not put in place. No
0: and I can't predict, I mean, we've got an election coming up. We're looking at a pandemic, but I think after we see this country being brought to its knees, hopefully with new leadership, there will be laws in place to protect people who do not have access to paid time off, especially when you are forced to quarantine or people have decided to start profiling and decide that what you do and where you work is not safe for them to be at. And that's how you make a living. Um, And I think it's really worth noting, and we'll be reading some of the um, input that you servers, you know, sent us great stories, but the timing, I I forget who said it, I'll I'll read your whole comment, but she's like, we're just coming out of the January, February slump in the service industry. And they're like, we already, you know, we're trying to be responsible with the half the income we're used to over the course of two months. And now everyone's canceling left and right and she's like my wallet is hurting
1: oh and you know this is the fucked up thing too is you go on the CDC website and it like it says like stash paychecks away and it's like uh, uh, excuse me like that's just like a punch to the gut yeah, on yeah. People so many levels
2: cannot stash a paycheck away especially can- when you're working in a service industry job you're not making you know three you know six figures no. a year.
0: No, it's like I it's mean, like everyone move your really- gold coins
1: from the safe upstairs to the safe downstairs with the gold and silver coins.
0: Yeah, no Scrooge
1: McDuck. So I think this is going to like be super messed up on on many levels. The first being like, and we have talked about in the past on the show is that like people still go to work when they're sick. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, because they need the money, Mm -hmm. you know, like they might just be like, I'm going to, I'm just going to, until I really know I'm like on death's bed, I'm going to push through it and be totally fine. And we all know we can't do that now. You know, we
0: can't because we don't know exactly what we're dealing with. And I think so much of the advice they're at least trying to give you is talk to him, some sort of medical professional at the first sign of, so they can at least identify if it's like, just sounds like you have a cold. Don't go and overwhelm a hospital or whatever, but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we are used to as servers pushing it, you know, because we need, we need our pay.
1: Yep. Same thing. Kitchen workers, same thing. Like, you know, just the whole, anybody who works at a restaurant, basically. Um, I also think, Once people start dropping and have to go into Mm self-quarantine, you know, then we're going to have understaffed restaurants at the same time. Well, I've I'm seeing memes and I'm seeing
0: tweets that like, you know, like uh, understaffed restaurant will kill you faster than (laughs) COVID-19, which is true. You'll just die from stress. (laughs) Yep. Um, So, I mean, there's so like there's this side of it where now all of a sudden we're like in a total slump. Right. So that's happening. But now. So say, okay, so we've got this real odd situation where it seems like people are like, well, I still like my creature comfort. So I'm still going to go out to a restaurant, but I'm going to act like a freak and publicly (laughs) shame Mm -hmm. servers, line workers. And so now you've got this weird dichotomy where people are coming in and screaming at you like that you touched something and policing you. And we are here to tell you that any good establishment and any server and food prep person has been and will continue to be some of the cleanest people you could really come in contact with. It's the whole point yep. of the job is to continuously wash your hand, be cognizant of like no matter
1: what pandemic is going on, touching your face
0: and touching food, you Completely. know?
1: And if they were already some of the cleanest people that you could ever be around as far as inspectors will now nail it's, you it's tenfold right. now because right. we're all just as paranoid as exactly. everybody else. As, I don't I don't want to get sick from
2: touching your dirty plate, so I'm
1: going to wash my hands. Yep. And that be much more fearful of customers than I would servers. I'm not (laughs) trying
0: to scare servers, but they are the ones with the most to lose. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm not trying to make anyone feel scared to no, go to their job. We're not job, here but- to
1: feem- fearmonger. We're here to fucking make you laugh and like, we I- are. but we're also are. seriously discuss what's going on. Yep. Should we
0: Should we? Um, maybe talk about a few of the uh, really funny stories I grabbed I from- love it. Okay, I think we need to laugh because I asked everyone um, online yesterday to just start telling me what they've seen and what they've experienced. <laughs> Okay, off of Twitter, uh, this is at Maria Farron. She said, you know, nothing too crazy going on at my sushi place. Thank God. But I had some guy order a coronavirus instead of the beer. No one at his table laughed at his his joke. I just ignored him and asked his wife what she wanted to drink. Laugh my ass off. (laughs) (laughs) And so at all the Tex-Mex places, I got more... Info that they're like, no big deal, just hearing a a corona minus the virus a thousand times a day. Wow, that's fun. The dad jokes are high. High up there right now. Uh, Here's off Twitter as well. Uh, Spalline Slays says, uh, at SideWork Podcast, yesterday a lady yelled at me to wash my hands while I was carrying a to-go box and had just washed my hands. (laughs) Jeez. But the thing that's When did happening... that lady
2: wash her hands? Exactly.
0: That's... Right. And she's probably like spittle flying out of her mouth as she's like violently yelling at you with vitriol, just yeah. spraying airborne <laughs> pathogen in your direction. <laughs> I So I think what I said though before too is like, it's not even just the racism when pandemics. So when you are wealthy... It's you classism. Ha- it's classism. When you are wealthy, you believe you have a God-given right to have better access to healthcare... Um, to have better access to health care and that anyone who is not as wealthy as you is dirty and less than and gross. And so you're seeing people lash out at food service people, um, which is just, again, the racism, the classism, the fear, everyone's uh, bigotry and prejudice just on full blast right
2: now. Well, the only time in my life where my hands... Were dry and practically bleeding because I washed them so much. Was when I was bartending and serving. Yes, like and constantly definitely clean. Oh, your hands
1: and yeah, your hands are definitely in sanitizing solution like at twenty percent of the day. And when you're bartending, you're so busy
0: you can't touch your face. You know, like it just it's just not happening. So over email we got. Uh, we got a message um, from this guy who works in retail. So he says, I work in retail, which is another kind of hell. We're excited to explore that hell somewhere down the road. Two weeks ago, a customer came in looking for face masks. I told him we were sold out. He had me check out other stores in the area. All sold out. We conversed briefly about coronavirus. Then he hit me with an... I think the Chinese government is dot dot dot. I decided to end it there and wished him a good day. He thanked me and extended his hand for a handshake. What the fuck, wow. dude?
2: <laughs> I need to have a face mask which does nothing, but let me touch you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then he continues. Last week, I was ringing up a woman buying hand sanitizer. When I gave her the total, she reached into her purse, rummaged around for her wallet, then proceeded to lick her finger to pull out some cash. Then, of course, handed the bills to me. We are all doomed. Anyway, love the podcast, Godspeed, and good tips, Joe.
1: It's been really interesting seeing like who's wearing gloves and who's not wearing gloves when I've been out at stores. And it's just, I mean, obviously more and more gloves are being worn, but. And also- also, there is gloves? a lady who was, she was raw dogging it today at the store and all her other, her other friends at work were like wearing gloves. And I was like, whoa, look at you. Uh,
0: you guys also know that gloves can get anything on them too. And then right. if you transfer them to anywhere else where it can live on a surface. you like. Less, pe- but not on yeah. me.
1: It's not going to on
0: my hands. It's not but on I, you. <laughs> no, but I, I mean, I'm just saying that they aren't a protect, like they're just an outside skin. And unless you're. Immediately, because like when you when you're working in food service in general, you are constantly changing your gloves and having to throw them out if mm-hmm. you're doing cross contamination. Mm-hmm. If you have to take them off, you don't put them back on. Mm-hmm. If something falls on the floor and you pick something off, you. I mean, if you're being good and clean, you change your gloves again. Mm-hmm. They do not have magical powers. No. They are just a skin protecting yeah. your
1: hand. They're supposed to make it so the jalapenos don't burn your wiener. Exactly, <laughs> your
0: clean, clean <laughs> wiener. <laughs> This is the stuff too where I was like we want to bring you all a smile because I know some of you are really getting hit hard and being treated less than, and all of you are putting all these dumb dumb customers on blast at how gross they are, and I can't get enough of it. Um, so, this is uh, from Brie Welk. <laughs> she just wrote, It is all insane. People are losing their ever-loving minds. I would like to add that I work for a company that feeds the employees of the U.S.'s largest jewelry corporation. They own all the big box jewelry stores. We found uh, we feed about 1,200 people a day. I can't tell you how often I'm in the bathroom and hear people take a shit and leave without washing their hands. Wow. It's gross. And these are like VPs and execs you know, she's like, if I get the coronavirus, it's definitely going to be from one of the higher ups that travels that didn't wash their hands. They did, however, put a sign on the bathroom door that says, stop, did you wash your hands in big red letters? A for effort. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, it's uh,
1: signs, right, guys? You know,
2: I <laughs> I work at a place and when I first got there, like the amount of germaphobes kind of like I'd never seen so many people use a paper towel when walking out, you know, to grab the door handle. Everybody comes in and immediately takes Clorox wipes and wipes down their workstation. And I always think, why are there so many germaphobes here? And now I am very, very thankful that these people are mostly clean, with a few exceptions.
0: All right. So this is hilarious. This is at Joe's Shambo. I'm not sure how I... Jeff Chambel, I don't know, it seems, it seems like a really cool French name, Jose Chambeau. Uh, she says, watched a lady wear a mask into a sushi restaurant and proceed to lift the mask up every time she had to take a bite. <laughs> and in parentheses, <sighs> don't worry, it was splattered with soy sauce. <laughs> <laughs> then the waiter sneezed and she promptly stopped eating. But bent a straw around the side of her mask so she could finish her iced tea. Hashtag hygienic. Oh Oh my
1: God.
0: And she said, bourgeois Denver housewives are just gems.
1: (laughs) Uh, This one sent sent in says, Hello, I serve at the Cheesecake Factory in, I'll just say California. We'll say California. Keep it safe. As you know, the Cheesecake Factory has a cult like following. And so far, my experience with the coronavirus is this. People will not let a small pending pandemic get in the way of their cheesecake fix. (laughs) Maybe a slight dent in sales, but thankfully our tables are still full and are still, and we're still always on a wait. Uh, I only serve weekend brunch, so I can't speak on the basic Monday through Friday shift, but according to my workmates, it's the same management is like use common sense, wash your fucking hands. And if you're sick, stay home and get better. I know unheard of, but our managers are really the best. However, guest behavior has changed. (laughs) Every other table has hand hand sanitizer and our wipes, wiping everything down uh, as I do my greet and take drink orders. Sunday I had a family wiping their bread plates, silverware, everything with preparation H wipes because that's all they had. (laughs) That one gave me a good grin. That's in my butthole.
2: That is is like lidocaine. It is
1: like, it's witch hazel, right?
2: There might be witch hazel in there, but then they're also... Preparation H is, like, cortis... I mean, it's like a... Hydrocortisone. Pain reliever and anti-itch. I think it's,
1: If it's, like, a wipe, it's probably, like... It's probably a witch hazel base. Um,
0: Already, how many people do you think, like, went to Target, couldn't find anything that actually is known to kill virus, which is, like, bleach strength or, like, Lysol, and they're
2: just windexing the shit out of things? Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> I guarantee well, it.
2: I mean, they had to come out and tell people not to drink bleach.
1: <laughs> They're like, "Look, I watched my big fat Greek wedding, Which- and Windex it is, everybody." Um, I Silly have a stockpile. Immigrants. I have a stockpile of essential oils that are antiviral and. I'm just going to keep taking them. I'm taking my oregano oil Got my every oregano day,
2: oil. And I'm, I'm doing, taking
0: doing essential oils. Uh-huh. I'm in the inside of my nostrils. I'm doing
2: eucalyptus
1: lemon inhalations. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm taking ashwagandha. I'm taking my electrolytes. Mm-hmm. I'm taking colloidal silver. Mm-hmm. But these are things I already do. Mm-hmm. To stay healthy and I don't get fucking sick, you know. We're Californians. Yeah. We're weirdos. What uh, is the rumor going around about that like concentrated lemon juice? can kill the virus well lemon balm is antiviral as Mm -hmm. an essential oil so like lemon has really amazing properties but like also just taking like um you know like a half a lemon and putting it in juice er, that's juice into water Mm -hmm. every day is really detoxifying mm -hmm. and great for your body anyway just all around so just health. being a healthy person will help you for
2: sure yes uh this is from somebody who is anonymous. anonymous Um, I'm the operations director for a local group and got this today got this text message Uh, one of your cooks is openly sharing on Facebook that he doesn't believe he needs to follow the CDC's warnings to wash and sanitize his hands to prevent the spread of disease how can you ensure me that he is following protocols in your restaurant so I know the food I order to eat hasn't been contaminated turns out it's sent by an ex-wife who is in a custody battle (laughs)
1: I'm fucking waiting for this. Wait, been wait, wait, i mean, All I It was a pandemic to get that fucker. Oh my god! The kids but are mine.
2: I I st- <sighs> I don't understand the end game here. Well, like probably, I send a message saying he doesn't wash his hands. On, they were posting on Facebook, which he's obviously and not I doing. I get the kids. And well, I maybe, get the kids. Well, like, yeah, but maybe what's because
0: if she makes, she'll him, stop at nothing. Well, she'll stop at nothing. First of all, she's a woman with nothing to lose, other than her children. <laughs> And uh, she's probably trying to make it look like he's reckless and harming others and then trying to get him to lose his job so he doesn't look like a stable parent. Therefore, mm-hmm. she's the better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's all about the, the long game. It's
2: a domino, domino effect. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah.
0: Congratulations. I guess you win. This is pretty crazy. I'm not going to name this person. I don't think because she's so she says, I work at Commander's Palace in New Orleans, which you spoke about. Uh, she said, just one Best Restaurant of the South by Southern Living Magazine. A guest thought she was going to get coronavirus by consuming our world-famous turtle soup. Now I just don't even know how to contend. She was probably
1: like, you know, bats and turtles are the same thing. I assume right. that was her logic. She right. just assumed oh, yeah. it was like a weird reptile. Ty- well, a bat's a mammal. A
0: bat's a mammal. Um, but here's the thing: you're trying, you're really embodying the stupidity, and you're doing a, a great job.
1: Yeah, I can <laughs> see where people would be like, you know, you eat something weird, and then you, you get a virus. You
0: get a virus, huh? Yeah. No, no, no. And you, even though that's not. What any of the information is, nope. it's better to be safe than sorry. Mm-hmm. No turtle soup for me today. I just
1: don't want to eat turtles. I
0: period. think no one needs to eat a turtle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. um probably not. People I just can eat turtles
1: if they want to eat turtles, sh- but I, I'm not going to eat a turtle. <laughs>
0: I guess. Um, yeah. So thank you. A lot of you wrote stuff in. Uh, we'll try and post some other good ones on our Instagram account just to share. Please uh, feel free to keep messaging us and emailing us with stuff you're witnessing during this insane time. What else should we talk about?
1: I guess we should just say, like, you know, it's so hard because this one's like so personal for me. It's like, yeah, it just it just sucks that we're in a place you know, we're, there's no plan in place for anything like this. And like legally, we're all fucked that it's like, oh, well, do I like push through it and stay sick or like not make rent, you know?
0: Right. And I think right now, more importantly, because as much as they're saying like young, healthy people, like you might not feel great. It might be on par with a flu or they're saying some people have symptoms that are nothing worse than a cold don't mess around you know make sure you get better um make sure you're in the clear you know if it really comes down to finding out you know there's something bigger at play we're not saying people i just
2: well the, the scary thing about it is that you may be fine and right. have no symptoms or barely you know slight cold and then mm-hmm. you pass it on to 80 year old customer who's in poor health and then she ends up in the hospital or god forbid dead right right and Obviously, unintentional on everybody's part. Of course. that's that's... That's where a lot of the fear... What people are starting to realize, I guess, coming out of this is that... It's not just about you. You are sick. You need to stay home. No, you right. are sick. You need to not get anybody else sick. That's huge.
0: Yep, yep. It's it's more about that is, uh And even if they put a quarantine on us for a weekend or something like that, let's try and have fun. Let's try and not swap saliva. And, you know, <laughs> let's all put on our beekeeper costumes, <laughs> even though yeah. I don't think the CDC recommended yeah. that. But I think the bigger this thing... Is just
1: outside well, of the clothes stuff, guys. I just... Uh, <laughs> on
0: top of the clothes touching. <laughs> and but I think here's a tip too though is like do not buy into um panic and hysteria. It makes everything worse. And you have to keep your head on your shoulders in the sense like am I able bodied? Am I healthy? Am I reasonably, you know, like at a lower risk in terms of running into people? Like take take care of yourself so you can check in on other people, this is another situation where the rich will be able to go get into their bunkers and whatever while the rest, sorry, I'm getting real deep. Because rich yeah. people
1: all have bunkers in case you guys didn't already know that this is a show that's not about the service industry anymore. I know, <laughs> I know. But,
0: but I think if you feel, because I do not feel at risk in the least, and, you know, it's like we're still going to do things like serve um you know, the, the, our unhoused neighbors food and they're so at risk, even if because they don't get to sanitize on a regular basis and whatever. And so it's like, look out for people who are really, really vulnerable where you can, because I promise you, you're probably healthy. You're probably worst case scenario. If anything happens, just going to be kind of sick and get through it. But. We should all just be prepared
1: to wrap our head around like the long-term effect. Even if, even if like, The virus itself flows over and people aren't getting sick and we're seeing a drop in people who are, like, actually infected. Like, there's going to be, like, a little bit of, like, aftershock with this for sure. It's just interesting to think that, like, a tarnished reputation because I was, like, like, statistically in in our big group of friends, people we know and, like, out of state, people that we know in another country, like, someone's going to be affected by this virus. And it's, like, then are we going to look at them, like... Like, different? Like, if I got coronavirus, (laughs) would you guys be like... Andrea's dirty forever. No! Like, <laughs> but that's the thing. If there's a neighborhood restaurant and, like, the whole place shuts down because everyone got sick and they're just doing their due diligence and, like, taking a hit and no one's getting paid and the thing place could go out of fucking business, right? Well, yeah, the, there's mm-hmm. all kinds of Chinese will, restaurants will, already shuttered. Exactly. So will people, like, step up to the plate when everything's blown over and, like, rally and be like, we have to give them their business or mm-hmm. will they al- always be known as, like, that dirty coronavirus restaurant? This is not anyone's fault. Nope. But we're looking at basically a new flu that doesn't have
0: an inoculation for it yet and it's just hitting a bunch of people with no immunity built toward it.
1: I blame global warming. You heard it here first, folks!
2: I think that uh, we just need to figure out how to pay the entire world population yes. for two weeks and all just stay at home and Netflix.
1: Yeah, Brian! Netflix and
2: chill! Yeah!
0: Well, I don't know what other advice we can give you guys if shit really goes truly off the wall maybe we'll come back with a follow-up of some sure. sort but and i
1: mean don't even like think of it as like yeah you know, it's advice but it's just definitely more of us like w- seeing you
0: we know that this is happening or, so it uh, sounds like we're gonna have to wait a little bit to have a live show
1: that's <laughs> very true we that's could five. just like a couple a few people in a live show we just like put uh circles on the floor that are all six feet apart from each other and Perfect. that is where people will stand so but yep. we stand
2: with you just six feet away
0: <laughs> um, awesome! Thank you, guys, as always, for listening to SideWork podcast. We'll return next week with part two of Donna the oh, Barista. Right. Hey, and just guess what, you guys? If you're stuck at home, you
1: you can just listen to us. Hopefully, we can make the time go
0: by a little quicker. Uh, well, and you guys, y'all know what we say at the end of every show: Godspeed
1: and good, good tips. tips. Thanks, bro. (音楽)
2: Thank you.